My Fitness Recovery, Workout and Health Tips for Everyday Life. doTERRA greens provide one to two servings of fruits and veggies, lab tested, mother approved, great nutrients and vitamins for your daily grind. Scan and shop the QR code. Follow and like. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 360 Wisdom Speaks. Our guest today, Lisa Barnett, is calling in from San Francisco. Wow. And she tells us that the weather is perfect out there today, which is, you know, it's perfect wherever you are if you make it perfect. Right, Lisa? Absolutely. <laughs> well, we want to welcome you to the show. Nicole's going to read a short bio so the audience knows a little more about you, and then we'll get into our conversation. Absolutely. Lisa Barnett is the internationally recognized number one best-selling author of The Infinite Wisdom of Akashic Records. And from questioning to knowing, 73 prayers to transform your life. Her brand new book, Awaken Your Life Purpose, Understand Your Soul Plan, will be available in October on Amazon. So it's already available. Awesome. With more than 25 years of experience in spiritual healing, Lisa teaches students around the world to access soul guidance for their life. She incorporates information from your soul's library, the Akashic Record, with energetic healing on a soul level to help you break through blocks, clear pain, fear, and karma to create the life your heart and soul desires. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Nicole. It's lovely to be here with you too. Well, we're excited to have you here and talk all about the Akashic Records. You know, it's something that's seems to be coming more out into the awareness of, of everyone where it used to be kind of a hush hush or a foo foo or like, you know, <laughs> let's run. <laughs> so can you share with the audience, you know, how the Akasic Records has changed your life and the life of your clients and what it helps project out to humanity? Absolutely. So let me give just that brief definition, because I know, as you said, um, it has been actually hidden, but even more than hidden, the Akashic record keepers tell me that they pulled the vibration of the Akashic field away from earth during the dark ages. So around 1000 AD, they hold this vibration. They raise the vibration even higher so that people could not access this information any longer because during the dark ages, they were misusing the information that they got for their own gain, for their own personal good instead of for the good of um, their community and humanity. So they pulled the, the records away from the planet for about a thousand years, which is why we couldn't access it. And it really kind of 
um, people forgot about it, which was really their point. <laughs> and so um, the Akashic Record is the recording of your soul's journey through all time, space, continuum. So everything you have ever been or done on Earth or in other planets, planes, or realms um, is recorded in this big library that we call the Akashic Record. And I think one of the interesting and kind of exciting things to realize is, is that each person, every one of you, has your own Akashic Record library and your own personal librarians, who I often refer to as the record keepers, or sometimes we just call them, you know, the Akashic Masters. But they're, it's a group of energetic beings of light who are here to help and support you. So this is why um, many people didn't know about it for, until really recently, because they've just brought the energy back and wanted to connect it back to Earth so that we can all start to access this information. So the truth is, is the record keepers many years ago said to me, please help us bring this wisdom, this ancient wisdom back to humanity, because it's everyone's birthright to be able to access their own Akashic records and get this guidance and this, this greater wisdom. So um, that's kind of a bit about, <laughs> about what the records are. And um, what they really do for us is they give us information about who we have been as a soul really in this kind of bigger picture. So most of us live 400, 600, 800 lives here on earth alone. And that means that you have so many experiences. You have so much real wisdom. You have honed many gifts and talents in other lifetimes. And the Akashic Records help us to remember that and come to understand the plan your soul wrote before being born this time for this life. So there's a lot of information in the Akashic field that is beneficial for you on your life journey. Oh, wow. That, that is <laughs> deep, but it's, it's so expressive. And I mean, it's, it's really clarifying, actually. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm thinking as you're talking here, you know, because we're all in different age elements of time, you know, and when you look at the awakening, right, we all know what the awakening is in, in, in that awareness of who and what it is that we are and what we do. So when you're looking at the, the children that are coming into existence today and maybe say for the last three decades where it's like they know they remember is that part of the akashic record um the viewpoint that has been open that's coming in with these souls today to remember things is can you kind of yeah. maybe go through that a little bit Absolutely. So, of course, we're all very unique souls, right? Everybody has um, had their own very unusual and unique uh, variety of lifetimes. 
But what we've been seeing over the last, say, 30 or even 40 years, probably the indigo children started coming in about 40 years ago, and they were more warrior types who were coming to help us uh, transform and awaken to transformation. So, so uh, different soul energies have been coming in kind of in different, um, with different vibrations for the last 40 or so years. Now, we all have been coming um, to help kind of in this round of life, because of course, we as, as souls knew before we came in that there was something really big happening this time. And so many of the first waivers came in 70 or 80 years ago to help make sure that we didn't blow up the world before we got to this pivotal point in history. <laughs> Right. So light workers have been really coming, um, you know, really on mass in a lot of ways for probably 80 or more years. You would be surprised how many Akashic readings and healing sessions I've done for people who are in their 70s and 80s and who have just been waiting for this moment. And they really came in to make sure we got here. Because, of course, there were timelines and possibilities that there would be a World War III. So they came to stop World War III really energetically and philosophically and with the energy of the peace movement in the 60s and all of that. So it's a long process. But what I see is that the especially the brand new babies this last couple of years they're coming in very karmic free. They are coming in to transform the planet over the next hundred years to really um, embody the new earth, to help us to manifest and build new things with new kind of um, consciousness. And so over the last 10, 20, 30 years, the consciousness, I believe, of a lot of the children who have been born is higher than it was maybe back, you know, 40 or 50, 60, 70 years ago um, in, in a more general way. Of course, as light workers, we've been coming to the planet for Ever. And a lot of our, our purpose has been to help humanity um, awaken more, depending on when we lived. In the dark ages, there wasn't a lot of light here. So it was a bit of a challenge, but there was still plenty of light workers here doing the healing work, trying to hold and expand the energy. Instead, we often got killed for being witches or something like that, right? <laughs> that is but so true. It's an ongoing process that we have all you know, been part of in some um, way, some shape or form for all of us as souls. Because again, most of us, and I would venture to say that everyone who is listening today has at least four or 500 lives on earth under your belt, because we're not usually called to the more spiritual work until we have really fully um, moved through a lot of the earth challenges and come to a place where it's more about consciousness and love and peace and compassion and awakening instead of survival, which often the first few hundred lifetimes on earth is more about survival. So for the new children, we've moved past that and they will not have to go through and live through those karmic patterns like we have for the last 
you know, 12,000 year life, well, 12,000 years, right? Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lifetimes. <laughs> so when, when you're talking about that, you know, these experiences that we've had here in all these different lifetimes and whatever, you know, how does that interact with, you, you know, some of the um, alien connections, the ET connections, you know, the galactic world, shall we say, and, and, and along with the Akasic and along with those experiences. And then also with these children coming in the world today with the technology that they have. I mean, my gosh, you give a two-year a phone or any kind of computer and what do they do? They, they are often running with it. And you, you don't even have to explain it. So kind of tap a little bit on each avenue of that and how that has transformed over you know, the, the years through the Akashic Record Connection. Right. So the thing with the Akashic Record is it's almost more of a recording system. So everything we do is recorded. It's, it's kind of like if you could look at the um, Akashic Record as a video library of everything you've ever been or done. And so it's less about... Um, making things happen and more about recording what has happened. And then in the idea of being able to access that information, such as going to Google, going to the library, going to read a book where you can learn from all that has happened. So what I know from reading the Akashic Records for uh, over 25 years is that most of us have many, many, many experiences in other planes and dimensions. And so that means to me that we're really all pretty much star seeds. We've all lived on other planets, which again would mean that we're all ETs in one way or another, right? We're ETs if right. we went, traveled somewhere else, right? We'd be um, extraterrestrials to them. So we have been that. And uh, one of the fascinating things that we can access often in the records is where have we lived? What else maybe have we done in some of these worlds? What gifts or talents are we bringing um, forward here now? What did we, you know, want to share here in this life from these other lifetimes? And so, if you think about the concept that there is no time and space, that everything is happening in this moment, one of the really kind of fun and exciting um, things to work on is to really connect to aspects of ourself, of our soul, that, that is also part of um, the Pleiadian world or the Syrian world or Arcturus or whatever starseed, you know, you're connected to so that we can say, oh, let me um, connect more fully into I have a lot of connections to the dog star Sirius. I have had quite a few Egyptian past lives, which is also connected to Sirius and the whales and the dolphins. And so we can start to understand also more about who we've been, at least, in some of these other worlds and bring some of that energy, some of that ancient wisdom from those lives present here now. 
Yes, and I agree so much with you on that. Thank you for sharing that information because I know a lot of people are kind of on the fence maybe a little bit about what that actually means and what, you know, what it does. And, and you touched on on uh, no time and space. And I can remember, oh gosh, so many <laughs> years ago now, it seems like ancient history, you know, when that was first presented to me that there is no time and space. And you're like, there is no time and space. Okay. You know, and just moving into that, that uh, metaphysical uh, world in that realm, you know, it's a hard nut to crack, shall we say, to start with. But once you sit with it and really begin to understand it and you develop into that higher vibration and all of a sudden you're experiencing interdimensional travel and walking and stuff, it's like, oh, well, that's what it means, right? <laughs> so, oh, gosh, I mean, we could talk on this subject like forever. But Lisa, we're going to take a short break here before we come back. And Nicole has got some other questions for you to share with the audience. Right? So let's take that break and we'll be right back. My fitness recovery, workout and health tips for everyday life. doTERRA greens provide one to two servings of fruits and veggies, lab tested. Mother approved great nutrients and vitamins for your daily grind. Scan and shop the QR code. Follow and like. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 360 Wisdom Speaks. And we have just had the most wonderful conversation in our first half all about the Akasic Records. Our guest, Lisa, from uh, San Francisco, she has just made this such a delight today. And Nicole now has got some other questions, you know, for Lisa. So she's going to take over the show here and get some more beautiful words of wisdom. All right. Thank you. Uh, you know, Lisa, it, it's so great to hear everything about the Akashic Records in our past lives, what's going on now, how that healing of the planet is, is working and coinciding with what is going on, you know, knowing about your past so we can understand our future. And it's so important uh, to understand your history and everything around you. How did you get into this? What, what, what activated this whole, this whole trigger of, of, you know, just understanding the Akashic Records? There's so many facets to it. Well, <laughs> um, I was basically born awake. So when I was about three years old, I was conscious that I was trapped in a body. And I wasn't happy about it. All I can say is that I told my mother that I wanted to go back. <laughs> and I really didn't want to do this or be here. So, no. you know, of course, she couldn't send me back. I was three. And she had no clue as to what I was talking about. Um, so, you know, I kind of started out this way, just being conscious and aware. I started studying spirituality when I was like 13 or 14 years old. I had kind of a past life memory. Um, a friend of mine was in a coma and I felt like I was supposed to be able to heal her. And so I started to study 
everything, all the spiritual books I could get my hands on. And, um, that, you know, that was back in the 60s, late 60s. Um, Maharishi was bringing transcendental meditation to the United States, and there was all sorts of really kind of interesting um, books that were just coming out. Nothing like today, but there was plenty to read. So I studied through high school. I uh, minored in philosophy at the university, and so I've been on this path all of my life. And at some point, as I was... Um, I had a healing center. I was doing energy healing with clients and, and intuitive readings. Every once in a while, I get this like huge information, like a big booming voice with all of this expansive information. And I'd always think, wow, that's amazing. And it took about five years for me to realize it was the Akashic record keepers who were speaking to me because back then it was not a common thing. No one, no one talked about the Akashic records. And um, my teacher, my energy teacher, intuitive teacher, said, you can go up to the gates of the Akashic Records, but you're not allowed to go in. And so I would literally go up to the gates of the records and ask the record keepers for um, healing energy and information for my clients every time I did a healing session for them. And I could see that energy coming in. And so along with that eventually came the information and the wisdom. But because I had been taught, you can't go in, it took me five years to realize that was not truth. That was no longer true. And that's who was actually speaking to me. So it was at that point when I said to the record keepers, I said, but I was taught you couldn't go in. And that's when they explained that they had pulled the energy away from the planet for about a thousand years. But back in the 60s and 70s, they started tapping people on the shoulder and saying, hey, help us bring this back because now is the time. So I was one of the people that they tapped and said, help us, would you please to bring this energy and this wisdom back to humanity you know how 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 great that is you know how fun it is to get these downloads you know and and to just be able to see and understand what is what is the vision of life and 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 where are we going so when you take all this information and and you're going through life and you're sharing this with people it's a lot, you know, we can get overwhelmed just with, with, with the Webernet and, you know, the, the instant Google of answers, right? How do we use this to move forward and, and to really change and, and make that conscious connection as one to improve? How, how do we do that? What, what can we do right now? It's, it's so I, I'm overwhelmed just talking to you sometimes because my head's going analytically, it's going all over, you know, how many ways I can change or what I can take with this information and how I can relate right now today with that. You know, what I find is that because everything, you know, is, has its own divine timing, and as we start to move forward, um, when you actually start to access your own Akashic records, you are learning to have a, a communication with these record keepers who have been keeping your records throughout time. And so what we do is we start to ask them 
the questions that are most important to us in that moment so we can kind of bring it into our human world i don't teach people to um to sit around and say so what's going to happen in 20 years you know because the record keepers say nothing is written in stone we are creating our lives in every moment and so I train people and I teach online workshops three times a year to learn to access your own personal Akashic records using the five-step wisdom prayer system that the Akashic record keepers gave me many years ago. And I teach you to really be in communication and to ask clear, concise questions so that you can receive clear, concise information for yourself. And we often start with you know, what did my plan, what, what did my soul plan on doing when I came here? So kind of the um, aspects of your soul's plan have to do with soul contracts with other people, um, karmic patterns you wanted to come to understand, learn about, release, you know, grow around our gifts and our talents that we have honed in other lifetimes that we want to share with the world now. And, you know, all of these variety of aspects, it can come into our, our physical realm, our health, our challenges, our emotions, our trauma, all of these aspects um, are kind of part of this soul plan that, that we wrote before we were born. And so what I find for most people is learning about yourself first understanding who you are in this life and who you've been in many other lives often will give us kind of that strength and that ability to go forward so kind of as an example when the record keepers asked me to help them bring this information back to humanity i said to them who am i i have three small children i'm a mom in the suburbs why me? Right? I would basically, if I was a bit of a different person that I'm not, <laughs> um, I might have said, no, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, people will think I'm nuts. But I just said, why me? And they responded to me. They said, because you at one point were one of us. So what they explained to me was that in the very beginning, I too had been an Akashic record keeper and I had chosen after hundreds, thousands, millions of years, who knows there is no time and space. So whatever that all means, after some time as a record keeper, I decided to go on a soul journey and live lives on other planets, planes, dimensions, and eventually Earth. Earth is rarely our first stop because it's one of the more challenging places to be. So when they said you were one of us, I thought, oh, I could feel that. I could resonate with that. I could own that truth, not egoically, but as kind of an energy of, oh my gosh, yes, I, I get that's why I was born very awake. I see that as, you know, part of my soul mission, part of, it's not the only thing. Um, and so I said, okay, but I've got these three little kids, so give me baby steps. <laughs> help me to help you in little ways along the way. 
And, and they absolutely did. So over the years, I did many readings. I taught small little classes in my little healing center here in the suburbs of San Francisco um, until eventually they said, we'd like you to start your own school and give you um, access keys. And we want you to write a book. And, you know, so now I've written my third book and I actually have just done a TEDx talk in um, Canada in December. And um, that will be coming out hopefully on the TEDx YouTube channel in January sometime. So they keep giving me projects and I keep saying, okay, help and I'll do it. Help me, <laughs> you know? So to me, the information in our Akashic Records is really about helping us and supporting us to create the best life that we can live. That's so amazing. And, and, and it's so beautiful that you followed it. You flowed with what spirit guided you to do with, with what the universe was saying, Hey, and, and you listened, you, you read the books, you got the wisdom. You, you were downloaded and you accepted that. And, and what I get even looking at your background is really just go with the flow. Go with the flow because the water, the blue, and the blue is the throat. So we're speaking our truth, but also the blue is very much the water and flowing and within our crystalline body and listening to, to our heart's desire, to what's around us, to our environment. How can we change it? How can we be that that change, right? And then just the water and in the runes, lagus, which is water and is emotions. And it's about feeling our emotions, but but taking that emotion in, in the heartfelt scent and not being activated with it, but being the activation and, and allowing the light to shine. And that's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And there's so much that we can do with that. And right now, and, and times of change, you know, in, in, in healing or, or daily challenges is just understanding where we're at and where we want to be right now. Sometimes it's just, that's enough. That's just enough and, and, and moving with that. And thank you so much for sharing that. It's just, it's just so fun. I know all day I'm going to be just activated with this energy of, of these Akashic records and the wisdom and doing the meditations of it always move me forward. I love, I love books and the knowledge and being able to really get into the scroll of, of what that is. But we're all filled with this information. And if we kind of all put it together in a hard drive as one, we're going to do that program right? And our databanks will work simultaneously. We'll be able to work with our shadows and bring that forward and, and serve our purpose here. And so we're so thankful for the activation right now and, and the ability that, that, that the Akashic Records are here again with us and that we are vibing higher and we are allowed to have this information. Very, very important. Knowledge is power always. Um, and I'm going to bring Beverly in because I know she has some more questions for you. Thank you so much for sharing today, Lisa. Oh, such a pleasure to be here and get to share this information, this ancient wisdom. And again, because it has been hidden for so long, this really is the time. We're right here on this amazing precipice. I know we are going to really be creating this new earth over the next eight or nine years. This is really this very powerful time frame we have been in for a while to get here and will continue to be in. Um, and so again, yes, it's like you have this personal library, please access it and use it and utilize it and <laughs> to support you on your, on, on your path as you go forward. 
Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. It's such a delight and it's refreshing, you know, and it is real. It, it is that awakening time. It is the time for change. And this whole year has been nothing but change. And next year is the action of what, you know, what you put into force is what you want change. So make sure you get in all of your wishes before the end of the year of what it is that you're going to set into action for that change so that it can start as soon as we jump across that timeline into the 2022, right? Because it's, it's coming and it's coming fast. And we are moving into that thousand years now of light and and awareness and awakening and whatever you want to call it, that transition, you know, into the harmony and the peace and the balance of everything that is to be and to enlighten and enrich all the new souls that are coming in, you know, and really removing the veil, shall we say, of those that are uh, you know, uh, into the the second, the third, and the fourth quarters of their first century, right? <laughs> and you know, it's gonna it's gonna progress even faster and more beautiful. So, Lisa, one more thing I'd like to ask of you is to share three tips of wisdom that you can give to the audience that they can walk away from this conversation here today and incorporate into their lives on a daily aspect, you know, and a daily routine that's going to really help them understand where maybe some of their um, confusion is. Because we all go through stages of clarity and confusion. And with change happening so fast, it's not even change anymore. It's complete transformations, you know, to help people maybe not feel so like a fish out of water, so to speak, right? And and start to say, okay, yeah, yeah. I remember who was that lady, but this is what she said, right? <laughs> so if you could share three yeah. morsels of wise wisdom, that would be awesome. Of course, I would love to. So one of the one of the things that I find, of course, I've taught, you know, thousands and thousands of students around the world. And one of the things that I notice and the record keepers always tell us, and, and so everything I do really comes from them, um, is they say it is so important, right, to be the sovereign of your body, which means that you are the queen or the king of your body and energy field. The sovereign, right, is the the owner, the queen, the king. And so one of the ways the record keepers have given um, me to, to help people do this is kind of three steps. And I do it often as a guided um, meditation, which we call the rainbow shield. But one of the, the first steps is, of course, is to actually get down into your body, which most of us don't tend to do because it can be really mucky and dense and there's a lot of old energy in our energy fields. And so it doesn't always feel um, lovely and expansive as we get really down into our hips and get more grounded. But um, one of the things that the record keepers suggest is to practice getting grounded and to really ask um, 
all of the people who are also residing in your space or your field with you, like your parents or your spouses or your children or your friends or your bosses or your coworkers, whatever that might be for you, I like to just imagine all of those people who are in my energy field who are not me, I want to hook you up to source energy for a healing. And so I just imagine um, that I'm sending them off into the light for their own healing and for them to be able to return back to their highest and best place. Return back to your own body. Go to source for a healing. I'm not the healer for you, right? I'm not, I'm not here to, um, you know, I'm not to, to give you energy, right? Many of us have a lot of um, energy vampires in our space. And so owning your space becomes one of the most important things. Hooking people up to source for a healing, sending them back home to where they came from, back to their own body is helpful. And then we want to fill ourselves up with our highest um, Akashic energy. And I literally do that by imagining a golden, um, a picture filled with golden liquid light, the highest energy vibration and Akashic wisdom of me pouring right down into my crown chakra, filling the whole inside of my body from the tips of my toes, whole body, arms, and letting it spill over, filling the whole aura until your aura turns into this beautiful kind of golden egg. And as we fill ourselves with us, our highest energy, our highest Akashic wisdom, we're also um, moving other people and other old energies out of our field. So these are kind of simple ways to own your body, own your space, be the sovereign of your life and your physical um, body so that you can go forward and actually consciously align to your higher self, to your Akashic records, and align to your multiple purposes. And so um, to me, the, the three simple steps would be just to sit down and invite your soul to become fully embodied in your physical body. And then to hook everybody up and move them out of your space and then fill yourself with your highest Akashic energy body and aura to be the sovereign of your field. So um, really owning your space starts to align you. It's the first step in aligning to your soul path, your soul purpose, all of that Akashic guidance that you might um, wish to receive. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that because it's, it's so simple. Might not be easy, but it's simple. You know, and everything in life is simple, not easy. And we have a tendency to make it hard because of that old training. You know, if it's not blood, sweat, and tears, you can't get there. It's like, really? <laughs> right? So thank you again so much, Lisa, for sharing everything that you did here today. And if people want to get a hold of you, all your information is going to be next to the video, next to the audio, whichever way you're watching or listening. She's got her books out, and I'm sure they're all over Amazon, right? And we'll have those links available as well. So we want to say thank you again, Lisa, for being here. Thank you, Nicole. And thank you, audience, for listening. And we are going to sign off with another episode of 360 Wisdom Speaks. 
My Fitness Recovery, Workout and Health Tips for Everyday Life. doTERRA greens provide one to two servings of fruits and veggies lab tested mother approved great nutrients and vitamins for your daily grind scan and shop the qr code follow and like